Welcome to the Libra Lunch with Keisha podcast. I'm your host, Keisha. We've got producer James in the studio, and we've even got my toy poodle sushi up here as well. Um, for those of you who don't know, look, I do not have a producer who I just verbally abuse. That producer is my husband. <laughs> I reserve the right to speak to him however I want to on a mic, on a recorded show. Week, bi-weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, whatever it is. Because sometimes people really think that I'm being me. We actually, we actually have a few friends who we met through other people who didn't know us, know us, but, you know, they heard about the podcast. And the first thing they say is like, oh, it's really funny, but you're kind of mean to that guy. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I'm like, what the heck? That's James, my husband. And the people think it's hilarious. Yeah, and I'm sitting over there nodding my head like, yeah, she is mean to that poor guy. <laughs> what the hell ever. I, <laughs> I don't you, know how he puts up with her. I tell you what, um, karma has got me a couple of times uh, poking fun at producer James. We'll start off with, uh, what, what month was it that you had your surgery? Oh, April, uh, April. Yeah. yeah. James, producer James had a hernia and I made fun of him so bad about that damn hernia. I, I named it. Uh, I called it his gut baby. I gave it godparents. Like I would not let it go only for my ass to be in the hospital the month, the next month having my gallbladder removed. Yeah, we didn't have a chance to name your gallbladder or have because a it was reveal. emergency. Yeah, or have a gender reveal or anything like none that. None of that, none didn't of that, none cards. of that. Yeah. Didn't make a cake. Yeah. Oh, and I also <laughs> made fun of him so badly because he got, you know, a full body scan in preparation for the hernia surgery. And then he discovered, unbeknownst to him, his mom, or anyone else, anyone else, he was born with only one damn kidney. Yeah. And I'm like, ew, that's so gross. It's that's like a gross. hole sitting there. Like, ew. It's nothing You're you so ever nasty. See. I'm like, don't touch me with your one kidney. I'm like, ew. Um, so, How come yeah. You keep finding reasons for me not to touch it, uh, to touch you. It's like, with your one kidney, with your only 10 fingers, with your whiteness. Like, there's a lot of reasons you come up with for me not to touch you. So then just don't touch me. Oh. Yeah. It's a common denominator. It's no touching, it's me. no touching of me. Um, yeah. So in the meantime, we just purchased a house and Yay. we have been, you know, moving fucking sucks. Packing really sucks. And, and here's the thing. I'm exhausted of packing. I'm stressed from packing. And the thing is, my mom and James have done the majority of the packing, but sometimes it's just rough watching people work so hard, going up and downstairs with boxes, purging them coming home from work and then packing someone that should be stressful on me like oh y'all not tired is it making your eyes tired <laughs> yes it stresses me <laughs> out all the noise the banging the coordination i'm like god damn i just want a little bit of peace and quiet i mean i can be sleeping i hear someone probably my mom throwing shit down the stairs that needs to be put it it's just been it's been send me cash out I'm going through it. Send me cash up money to help me <laughs> get through this hard time. But yes, we're moving. We're going to actually be starting to move this week. So yeah, it is just always something going on with us. It yes, seems like it is. Yes, 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 yes. But if you are a friend of the Libra Lunch and you are still listening to this shit, you know what time it is. It is time for the gab. We know. She has a really big mouth. 
which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. All right, so everyone's talking about the fact that R. Kelly, Robert Kelly, Mr. Keep It on the Down Low, Mr. I Will Dick You Down, was sentenced to 30 years in prison for, I don't even know all this stuff, uh, being nasty as hell and being a fucking pervert is why you're in prison. Yeah, let's start with that. Let's just start with that, pissing on kids and shit like that. But then we have the lady, uh, Guacamole Maxwell. She was only sentenced to 12. How do you fucking say her name? I think Gwisilda? it was Ghislaine. Ghislaine Gillette. So let me, okay, let me make this. Let Prisoner me make, three, four, eight, five, seven, four, one. Let me make this make sense. So you mean to tell me, why do you say you say her name? Um, Ghislaine. 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 So they had to go through G-H-I-S-L-A-I-N-E to, say, to spell Ghislaine? Apparently. Okay. All right. She's British. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, uh. Yeah. So it's Harry. His name's just Harry. <laughs> Not hooray. <laughs> exactly. Uh, she was sentenced to 20 years, okay? Now, I have no issue with either one of these things, but many people were like, well, why did Robert Kelly get more time in jail? And she only got 20 years. And to me, it's pretty obvious because he was fucking the kids. He was he was fucking his he was he was fucking girls as young as what fourteen sometimes. Yeah, I think it was fourteen. He was actually penetrating them. He they are both sexual predators and they're off the street. So what the fuck is there to really argue about? Yeah, it's it's yeah. I mean, come on. I'm so sure. People, I'm sure someone said because the black guy. Oh God, is, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. He, how about this? Someone posted that. I responded just like I did here. Like, uh, two sexual predators are off the street. What are we complaining about? And I basically got called racist because I'm married to a colonizer. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, I mean, I'm a terrible uh, colonizer because like, I control well, I, nothing. Wait, how about how the fuck did this get turned on me? What did I do? What charges have I been facing? Exactly. Why am I not like, how do you see? That's how I call bullshit on stuff. Because I'm like, if you're really upset about this, then how do you go so quickly to calling me racist? Yeah, that was a real quick. Like, let's just forget the fact we're talking about child predators yeah, and yeah, how do human you, traffickers. Yeah, how do you go get away from that point right there? I'm like, we all should be rejoicing. But in true black people, you know we don't know how to act. Now R. Kelly is trying to sue the, the, the Department of whatever state correctional for mistreatment. Boy, if you don't go on in there and find you a little, your little prison boyfriend and start writing some more records, you know, you're going to play on prison Sundays when the family's all. Well, never mind. They probably won't let you come out on prison Sundays with all the families and the kids and shit. But, like, stop. Like, how dare you? You have done all this and you have the audacity to try to sue? Really? I'm going to say this is if he comes out with an album from prison and that bitch goes bron anything above lid, I'm going to be really upset with the entire black community. Well, here's the thing. And I've always said this in the black community, in the Hispanic community, you can do a lot. And I mean a lot. And we will forgive and still support 
in the case with R. Kelly, his sales haven't gone. His sales have not gone down since all of this has been going on. I know. You know what I mean? I, I and I don't get that. Get it? But yes, black and Hispanic communities are very, very forgiving. I'm not because I'm married to a colonizer. So <laughs> Robert Kelly, you are still a piece of shit. And now I've had to catch myself a few times because you know you're listening to the radio and they'll slide in an R. Kelly song and you get the bumping and you're like, oh shit, wait a minute. He's talking about bumping and grinding, but he was uh, pissing his shit on, on girls that are not of age. And I'm sorry, 17 is not of age either. Not really. You know, no. um, I, I know a lot of people try to say that's No, it's not an adult. They put an adult tag for 18, so that's what the law is. I, I don't give a fuck. Long as they can both rot in hell for all I care for what they've done. Yeah, I'm uh, one of those. Uh, I'm kind of one of those proponents of a uh, death penalty for rape, child. Uh, there's a few things I'm like, well, this was sex trafficking. Sex trafficking. This was doing, you know, trafficking over states. This was R. Kelly was going. He was sending other people to different states to basically pimp out these girls, and then he would have them sent to him. I mean, these two motherfuckers were doing a lot. I don't think I don't know where the art. They should have both gotten more time. Well. I mean, let's let's not forget the fact that uh, R. Kelly married Aaliyah when she yeah, was she was 15. under eighteen. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, fifteen. Yeah, and let's not forget that a large majority of the time that R. Kelly was doing this, he was married and had yeah, kids, and true. people didn't even realize it. His ex-wife was even like uh, his lead choreographer. Sometimes she was on stage as a dancer, and no one knew that that was his wife. Yep. Yeah, and on the flip side of that, she's very small. She's got she's she's built because she's a professional dancer, but she's tiny. Right. He likes he likes young young small women. childish childish. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He has a he has a big problem. I'm gonna see how he gonna make out in prison though. Man, you know what? They're gonna. You know, they fuck people up in prison behind sex stuff. Well, he was already beaten in 2020. Yeah, and that's why I think inmate. that's part of his lawsuit. Yeah. I'm like, motherfucker, be yeah. glad you didn't get killed. <laughs> you I know mean, what I You know, rate. this is a thing. It's like, you know you have a problem unless you're so fucking deluded that you don't realize that wanting to have sex with children is a problem. I don't know. The, you know, the motherfucker couldn't read or write. Maybe he didn't read that. Well, I mean, they tried to say in his trial that he was uh, he was sexually abused as a kid and all that. So I were mean, a lot which of is, people and they did not become sexual predators. Look. If you know you have this kind of problem and you actually, so, yeah, thank you. Therapy, and you've got more than enough it. money. No one ever has to know you're in therapy. You're fucking Robert Kelly. All the resources. You, what, you what need. A, yeah, you did not want to be anything but what you were. Exactly. And you thought you could get away with it because you are the king of R&B. And that's why he should get a lot of time. Yeah. Because he knew I, it, he did wrong. And he kept doing it. And he tried to defend himself. And then he tried to defend himself. Yeah, we sound like two, like we work in a case. We do. We like really, we need to really be on do. one of them CNNs oh, or something oh, like Judge that. Oh, Judy, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Ebony and the Colonizer. That'd be a good show. <laughs> right. <laughs> Africa meets colonization again, 2020. <laughs> All right, so uh, Jennifer Lopez uh, introduced her child. Look, y'all know that I do my very, very, very best to get all the pronouns correctly. If I do it incorrectly, uh, I will apologize, but don't be sending me no stupid messages because I'm not against the LGBTQ plus community at all. I shouldn't even have to say that shit. 
Like, if you don't want to hear, change the fucking station. I don't. I mean, don't, because we we need we need your download. So don't do. Go ahead and download it. Fast forward it through this part, okay? Uh, so she introduced her child Emmy with all gender neutral pronouns at a concert. Yeah. Okay. I. I I know a ton about our gay community, but I don't know exactly what it means when you only want to go by gender neutral pronouns. I don't know if that has anything to do with sexuality. Nope. Okay, that's what I thought. Zero to do with sexuality. So exactly what does it have to do with? Well, and I'll do my best because I've been watching a lot of videos lately because <laughs> it's intriguing. Mm-hmm. Um, so gender neutral is basically a position that says I'm not prescribing to a binary position on my gender. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not considering myself boy or girl. I'm not considering nothing to do with biological sex, just the expression of gender socially. Uh-huh. I I choose not to have one. Don't, I'm not going to be labeled boy or girl and then be, you know, prescribed certain right. characteristics, looks, dress, all that. Well, is it fair to say that, especially with like our kids' age and their generation, some of this stuff is phase stuff that they're going through because they want to be everything. Like I would not be surprised because Skylar, my daughter, wants to be everything. She want to be autistic she want to be bisexual she wants to be gay she wants to be a feminist then she wants to be a princess so so i would not if she came into the house right now and said i only want to go by gender neutral pronouns like girl if you don't get the fuck out my face (laughs) (laughs) i have a hard enough time keeping everybody's names in the house together literally if i'm calling for one person i say everyone's name in the house plus all the animals (laughs) it's it's one of those things and i've i've actually called into a to a show asking about this same kind of question like what do you do if your kid is trying to express or trying to identify you know because i'm i'm like if they want to identify as something, mm-hmm. I want to be able to support that if it's really how they feel and, you know, not that they're trying to virtue signal or something like that. And the answer was just support it. It's not really, it's your business, but it's not your your right to define it for them. Mm-hmm. Does that makes mm-hmm. sense? So yeah. if your kid wants to go by gender neutral pro, pro, uh, pronouns, yeah. you can either fight them on that or you can say, okay, or... Just say sure and just call them by their name. Yeah, I you want know? I want Scholar to go by gender neutral pronouns and I want those pronouns to be graduate from college. <laughs> <laughs> graduate and get, and get and the employed. fuck out of my pocket. Okay. <laughs> get out of my purse. Get out of James's pocket. Those are the pronouns that I want to focus on right graduate, now. With her. Employed. Yes. Self-sufficient. I want those. I'll call you whatever you want. You do those things, girl. I will call you Quasimodo if you want to. I will call you Shaka Zulu. I will call you whatever you want me. Whatever you want me to call you, I will call you because you have. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I feel so bad because there are some people that are really this. This is them. You know what I mean? Sure. But then there's so many people that look at it that it's like a fad and like, oh, I'm that too. And it's like, dude, don't do this because this group of people have, they go through a struggle. There's a, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of cases. I mean, and and it's, 
the, the psychology of this is still being studied. I mm. mean, it's not, you know, there's a lot to learn. And yeah, I mean, some people today, it's the support system is their over support in some cases. It makes it mm. easy for a kid to make a claim. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that they're right or wrong. It, it could be that some of them see, hey, here's an in-group, here's a support group right. I can jump into. Yes, support. I agree. And yeah. that's for kids that need that. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean that's the way they need to change your entire life forever because mm -hmm. kids are kids. I, mean, I agree. You know, I agree. Not every kid becomes an astronaut, but we'll, but, but we'll buy them space toys and damn, make we, I dream. damn sure know no kids out of this house are going to become an astronaut. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're just trying to make sure they're educated and fucking employed. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, I, I, it's a good thing for people. I think this is good for JLo that she, she, she probably doesn't fully understand it because she's within understanding. She's in the same age group that we are, but she wants to support her child at the same time. But this is her baby, right? This they're is twins. an infant. She they're twins. twins. Yeah. So it, I mean, I get it. You don't want to convey, and this is where it comes from. You don't want to convey a gender onto your baby, and mm -hmm. you don't want to assume that they're going to be cis. Yeah. Um. So I mean, you can, but I mean, still, you could call a baby a boy or a girl, and that doesn't necessarily mean that that's how they will be their entire right. life. Or you're not conveying a gender. You're right. saying this is my male human child and my yeah. female human child. I guess. You know, I mean. I'm the type of person, look, I, when I was pregnant, I need to know the gender because I need to know what colors to buy. Because well, and, to, yeah, for, yeah. for me, girl are the feminine colors. Well, but, but see, that's. And, and that's, that's still, totally different now because everything's very gender, gender neutral. So if I were to have had a kid right now, I may would do some, I call them Kardashian colors. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, the beiges, the browns, the black, the whites. But, oh, if it's a girl, I'm still going to slap a bow on her head. You know, until she tells me she doesn't want to wear it anymore. And, I mean, that's a, that's a way to do it, too. You Which know, that kind of did happen. Yeah, I mean, before the kid is able to even tell you what they want, you, yeah. they kind of have to go along with what you say. Yeah, I remember when Skylar was three, because, I mean, it was, my theory was no bow, no go. Um, and you're dressed from head to toe. And one day she snatched her bows out and she threw them at me. I'm not wearing bows. Oh Lord Jesus! The tr just I was traumatized, and I said, "Oh yes, you are." But yeah, <laughs> I, I I get it now. And you're right. You know, kids have to kind of go along with what their parents set them up as until they're able to really freely think for themselves. Yeah, and right, and and a kid expressing things. Look, if if it makes your kid happy. And, you know, yeah, it's okay. I think we're to, we're prime examples of those parents because every single thing that Scholar has ever said, we jump into it full throttle. So if she came home and said, I only wanted to um, go by gender neutral pronouns. Like, oh, but let's think of some new ones. Let's really do it. Let's be <laughs> extra. Let's get some good pro gender neutral pronouns. I don't know exactly what all that entails, but we're going to make it great, you know? Um, so, yeah. So good for JLo for supporting her kid and public publicly supporting her child. I think that's sure. an important thing. All right. So uh, Steven Tyler and his old leather skin ass just completed rehab for like the 15th time. Steven, what Why? are you thinking? What? Like, He's 97. You're 97 years old. Like <laughs> the only drug you should be using is weed to, for arthritis pain. You know what I mean? Like he should not be doing hardcore drugs. It's like these old rockers want to be clean, but maybe the drugs are keeping you alive. Maybe it is because I heard, <laughs> you know, I have heard my mom was telling me that sometimes when people are, um, 
in a drunk driving situation. I, I think I said this. I was like, why is it that the people that are not drunk are always the ones to die? I'm like, this just makes no sense. And I was like, because the fucking alcohol is keeping the other one. They just pass out to the ambulance gets there. So maybe some of these guys just don't know how to do it without dr- I mean, because Stephen Tyler's been a drug head for a very long time. So is Keith Richards. I think I mean, they go into cardiac arrest if they go three days without doing cocaine. I think they're pickled. They, they look at their skin. They are fucking pickled. Yeah, mm. they're preserved. But <laughs> I would never knock a person for, you know, doing what they need to do to be healthy. But does he I mean, yeah, be, be healthy? healthy. I don't know. I just, that just. <laughs> he don't look healthy when he's healthy. He hasn't looked healthy since fucking walk this way with uh yeah when he did walk this way with run dmc (laughs) so i don't get it i i just to me i feel like if i tried to do a line of coke right now my whole fucking heart would explode (laughs) my heart would be like bitch first it's high blood pressure you got high cholesterol and you know you're black and you like to eat all the grease and the fried chicken and all the chitlins and shit now you want to do coke you know what? Game over. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're done. I'm You're done. done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm over it. I'm stopping. Done, 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 done. <laughs> so someone else who cannot, this person cannot get it together with rehab. Bam Magara from, oh. I know, from, um, what was Jack, it? Uh, Jack Jackass. Jackass. You remember, he's the guy that. that his parent. he lived with his parents. His parents would fucking walk in the kitchen. There'd be an alligator in there. Or his dad would be taking a shit on the toilet, and he just goes in there and beats the shit out, shit out of his dad. What was his dad's name? Phil? Phil. I wonder if Phil's Phil. still even alive. Man, I don't know why his parents weren't the ones in rehab dealing no, with this shit. No, no. How about the fact that they had to raise him? He didn't just get like that in adulthood. Oh, I know. Being a wild, the wild thing that he is. But he, Bam has been on several celebrity rehab shows and things like that. About a month ago, he broke out of rehab, okay? This is like his fourth, fifth rehab that we know about because he didn't like that he wasn't being treated like a celebrity. Mm. Maybe that's why your ass is back in a rehab. It's because you went to the Dr. Drew School of Rehab. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Drew. Fucking Dr. Drew. No, if he'd have gone to Dr. Drew, he'd he'd be be dead. dead. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Drew doesn't seldom kill off like his like everyday garden variety clients. He likes to kill off the celebrity fucking client. So, okay, he goes there, he escapes. So they go out looking for him. He's at the fucking local diner, which that's the easiest guy. You would have done better going out to go find crack because <laughs> the first place anyone would look at is a restaurant. You know what I mean? So they find him, they take him back. He willingly he just goes back. But then he just broke out again. Yeah, he fleed. He fleed. He fleed. Because he hasn't heard from his soon-to-be ex-wife and son. Motherfucker, you in rehab. You're not supposed to hear from them. Right. You know? <clears throat> but it's just like any excuse. But on the flip side, what kind of security is going on over there at that same rehab? <laughs> no kidding. <clears throat> How does he escape twice within the span of two months? And they found him again. That's 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 like that's like Arkham Asylum, like in Batman, where everybody gets out whenever they want to. Or just say, you know what, y'all, I'ma just go down. Don't I'm, can I go down to that diner real quick? Get my mind together, y'all. Know where I'm gonna be? <laughs> Give me about an hour and a half, maybe two hours, because I might want some pot, and just come pick me up. I'm gonna go to Waffle House. That's all he's hour. doing. That's it. 
He's not fleeing. He's not, to me, if I'm breaking out of rehab, we're going to do it at night. We're going to really, really do it. I'm going to have a getaway car waiting for me. They're going to have the food already in my car because they know I'm going to be hungry when You're I gonna first You're going to Shawshank it. You're going to totally Shawshank it. Yes. I'm not going to break out and go two blocks. To, I think he was found at the same goddamn diner. Well, have you seen him lately? Like, he's a little bit overweight. Like, it's probably as far as he could run. Well, like, he ran as far as he could. I'm like, oh, shit. Or perhaps the Maybe rehab is putting him on a nutritious diet of, <laughs> of no fatty foods or drugs. I wonder if that diner has like a, a hotline to the rehab place. They probably, probably do. happens a lot. He down here. He, you know, y'all ain't even got to come get him right now. Go ahead and let him have his food. <laughs> yeah. We got a new lunch special. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll call you when he's through. Okay. Let him pay his check. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let him pay him. his check because the last time he didn't, y'all just came in here and didn't nobody think about the check. I was on that shift, okay? Yeah, it's just crazy. It's like, dude, just stay in rehab. Do what you got to do. You fucked up your family. Your ex-wife is pissed off at you. Does your kid really need to talk to you right now while you're struggling as much as you are? No. Nope. I think he probably feels he need his kids, but you fucked that up. So get better, then you can talk to your kid. And for good, next, please, if you break out again, at, at least make it across state borders. <laughs> Make it to the next zip code. Make it, I mean, make it a hunt. Make it so they got to call Dog the Bounty Hunter oh, to find your ass. Dog you know what chasing I mean? Bam. That'd be a good show. But I'm say, I'm talking all this shit, but I know my lazy ass would do about the same thing. So. You wouldn't break out of rehab. I'm like, James, <laughs> come pick me up. I'm not going to talk to you no more if you don't come pick me up. Mama, come pick me up. Pick me up. <laughs> I would not make it in any kind of anything structured. No, I would just not, or I would make their lives a living hell where they kick me out of rehab. <laughs> I think that's better right there. I got kicked out. To me, that's more gangster. That's more gangster. <laughs> Shit, that motherfucker just be got breaking out going out to of rehab. I got kicked the fuck out of rehab. Yeah, got they got out, my clean. picture on the door because I can no longer return. <laughs> yeah, like so. a bad dog at PetSmart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not allowed back. Yeah, like our dog Sushi got kicked out of PetSmart at two months old. Remember, you? he's a toy poodle. He may have been a pound and a half, maybe two pounds, and half of it was hair. And he got kicked out of PetSmart at two months old for viciously biting. He could never, ever, 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 ever any PetSmart be groomed at any PetSmart in the world. Y'all have to know system. how goddamn pissed off I was that day. <laughs> I was ready to blow up PetSmart. I really was. I know. Not with like a bomb or anything like that, but with this, I was going to be spitting fire on their ass. Just with angry blackness. Yeah, let's talk about my child. Okay, when we get back, we're going to talk about what the heck happened to Travis Scott a few a couple of weeks ago. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I want to remind you guys to make sure you are following us on Instagram and on Facebook. Both my handles are the Libra Lounge with Keisha because I wasn't going to remember anything otherwise. So <laughs> kept it pretty simple. Also, you can download each episode of the show on iTunes, Amazon Music, TuneIn app, Laughable app, and iHeartRadio. Yep. And if producer James would do his job, we'd be on Spotify. I'm working on it. You've been working on it for about five years. It takes that long with Spotify. We'll get it together real quick. Okay. Um, also, if you like the show, if you enjoy our content, Make sure to leave us a message on iTunes. Now, look, don't be a dickhead like this person a couple of weeks ago when I had all I had equated up to five star show. And I bragged about it. <laughs> I mean, I bragged about it on my personal Facebook page, on Instagram. I mean, I was real proud to that next day. 
<laughs> that might have been the problem. Uh, that one person left me a one star review with no comments. Please let me know how I'm fucking up. I mean, just one star. I mean, that is some petty shit. That is like scrolling through Facebook and loving a lot of comments, and then you get to mine and just like it. Exactly. Why? Why just the like? All right. So yeah, we're not talking about Travis Scott at all because we don't talk. We don't talk about Travis Scott. Not from not people from Houston. We don't like uh, it's royalty. Like uh, we don't claim him anymore. But yeah. who we do claim is Travis Barker. All there right. Go. So we all got a scare because all of a sudden TMZ was reporting that Courtney Kardashian could be seen on the side of the what do you call the the beds from the ambulance or whatever an ambulance oh, bed. Oh, gurney. Oh yeah, I, I would have never guessed that word. Yeah, gurney. See, how, this is how I know I will fuck up with gender-neutral pronouns all the time. I can't even remember the word gurney. <laughs> there was pictures of uh, Travis Scott. No, it's Travis Barker. You, you, Why? You, you should you not keep, have a guy with the same name because, in the same family. Because you keep wanting Travis Scott to be on a gurney. Ooh, After what I happened could, in Houston, I, can, yeah, I, really I think maybe that's it. I really cannot stand him at all. Yeah, I really cannot. I think he should have just retired. Oof. I really do. So Travis Barker, who we love, we have loved him since Blink One Eighty Two. Travis, if you listen, I know you listen to the show. I don't mean to keep saying Scott. <laughs> Not that you listen to the show anyway. But Travis Barker could be seen being wheeled into a hospital on a gurney, and uh, Kourtney Kardashian is there dressed in all black. Of course she is. She already so, morning? Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, bitch, go change your clothes. Go change it. Oh, go to the gift shop and get on something. Yeah. Get a white t-shirt and some goddamn pink pants. Coming <laughs> in here with no fucking black on. Um, but no one knew what happened. Uh, everyone just knew that they had, you know, Courtney had had COVID, so people were thinking, you know, he went to his doctor's appointment, and then they had to call an ambulance to rush him to the hospital. Ooh. So everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? Um, and it, but this is how I always know nothing horribly, horribly bad is going on, is you look at the relatives' pages. And I'm sorry, I go to, I go to Chloe's page, and she's posting that those fucking brass doll-looking selfies of herself. And I'm like, he must be... Okay, Chris wasn't saying anything. The only people that said anything was really Travis's daughter, Alabama. So, of course, in true Kardashian style, we had to wait like a whole week for us for them to tell us that he had pancreatitis, which is pretty serious. I heard it hurts pretty bad. Well, this one was bad because it was pancreatitis caused by them removing a small polyp, and it damaged a drainage tube and caused pancreatitis. So that's that's like a bad one. That's like a they fuck something up. And now you're sick because of it. That's, I mean, that's life-threatening. It could be. That's 50. That's the kind of shit you but have this, to think uh, yeah, about but this some bitch about. survived a plane wreck. Uh, and I mean, uh, third-degree <laughs> burns all yeah. over his body. Yeah. Uh, he's been through a lot. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, it was kind of, I'm not going to lie. For a second, I was kind of scared. I was like, man, I don't want anything to happen to Travis Barker. Because I still have hopes and dreams that one day, Blink-182 would go on a reunion tour. <laughs> I'm just saying it's probably not going to happen because I think one of the guys had cancer. Oh, yeah. I think Make so. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the tall one. Right. Yeah, I think he had cancer like he pretty recently. Yeah, no kidding. Went That's, into remission uh, or something like that. Yeah, Mark Hoppus. Yeah, what did he have? Because, um, you know, see. I will give a person the disease that they've never even heard of before and speak it as the truth. Yeah, so he's going through uh, large B-cell lymphoma stage four. 
That's bad. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. That's not great. Look, stage four uh, ingrown toenail it's is not bad. Good. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Stage yeah. four is bad. Yeah. So hopefully, Travis, Travis, go ahead and. You gonna let Kim be your attorney for when you sue that fucking hospital for doing this shit to you? I don't. I mean, I don't know if she's ready. She might be ready. She might be ready. She may do your case for pro bono, um, since she's almost an attorney now. Um, which I did, uh, only because my friend is a big Kardashian fan, and she's like, "You gotta watch their new show on Hulu." I'm like, "Absolutely not." But we were at lunch. She's like, "You know, you gotta watch it because it's not like Keeping Up with the Kardashians." Mm. I'm like, okay, well then how is it better? And she's like, you really get intimate details about them, which I did watch the show. I think I haven't watched the last two episodes and it is, but it's still rich people being rich. You know what I mean? And it's still then, Kardashians. Yeah, it's still the Kardashians. So, but yeah, you do get a more insight into their real lives and things mm -hmm. like that. But then when I get out, I'm like, damn, I wanna be that rich. I wanna be Keisha Kardashian. Yes. How can I make that happen? I think I would hate Keisha Kardashian. Why? Because it'd be like you on 20. I mean, you on 10. If I became Keisha Kardashian, you wouldn't have to worry about nothing I was doing because I wasn't going to be with you no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You'll just be watching me from my Instagram stories <laughs> and TMZ reporting stories and things like that. I'd be arrested like four times for stalking. You'd be like Britney Spears' ex-husband <laughs> yeah. showing up to her wedding with a knife. Exactly. I think everyone everyone will have a protocol for if James appears. Now, y'all know. James protocol. I like that. Y'all know, you know, they finished going to give me my Hollywood Walk of Fame star. Y'all know he going to show his big-headed ass up. Y'all know he going to be it. here. I helped that bitch. I got that bitch out of her mama's house. I, I colonized was, that hoe. I was producer James. I was somebody. <laughs> producer who? Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of podcasts, since we're talking about the show, Wendy Williams has said that she is officially done with television. Wendy, stop. Stop. Does that mean done with TMZ and any other news station? No, she might like pop she's up on? done with having a show on television. Yes, you're right, because they canceled your show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she, in true female fashion, she's making it seem like it was her decision. Wendy, you was like in an assistant living facility <laughs> and lost all access to your money. I think that you didn't have anything to say in any of these. You weren't part of the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> you were Wendy Williams in name only. That that is it. So now she's saying that she's gonna go and be a podcaster. Now she's gonna have the Wendy Williams Show podcast because it's easy enough to get an iPhone and a mic. Well, you know, Wendy's gonna have it a little bit oh, sure. more fabulous than that. But but you can do it from your bed. Yeah, too. and I think that's what she said. <laughs> you know, after she claims that she chose to end her television career. Yeah. She said that it would be easier for her. She doesn't have to get up and go somewhere every day. She could do it from home according to her schedule. I mean, that it's a lot true. more flexibility. And yeah. then you're not doing a show every single day. That either. is true. You can I just mean, do a weekly yeah. show. And I tell you what, if we get the real Wendy, that would like be good. the real Wendy. Like just the talkie. Yes. Wendy, yeah. Going back to getting in people's business, asking them the deep questions, not worried about, you know, production and uh, television station and things like that. I don't know, Joe Rogan. Wendy may be coming I mean, for you. If she if she doesn't worry about image and worries about content, yeah. 
that's a different game. It's a different game. And I yeah. think she would change the podcast game a lot. I mean, here's the thing. She's like Joe. She's already got the celebrities lined up to do oh, a yeah. show. That's oh, not it be wouldn't be hard to, no. to get rebooked on Wednesday. Yeah. And I think, you know, people got lost with all the plastic surgery, the drug use and all of that with Wendy. But Wendy was a beast. She, I mean, she she was. She was a Absolutely beast was. just when she was... Um, a DJ, a radio DJ. Yeah. That is when she broke Wendy Williams, not Wendy, Whitney Houston down so bad. Yep. That is, I mean, she was a beast. And even on her, you know, syndicated show, she still was a beast, but it had to be watered down. She couldn't be as raw as she once was. Well, and that's something good about the podcast game too. You can be exactly how you want to be. You can be totally uncensored. Uh, yeah, uncensored. uncensored, yeah. Which is, I mean... I mean, good. If she finds success again yeah. and gets healthy with this, good for yeah. her. I, I, I agree. The television I mean, Wendy was killing her. I think it was too much. And then you got years and years and years of being in a very abusive marriage. Mm. Then you've got drugs. And then your body's built like SpongeBob. That's a lot to go through. <laughs> That's a lot. So... I am. I, I. I'm. I'm actually rooting for her. I always like a good crackhead. James knows that. I love a good crackhead she rebound loves a good story. Crackhead. I really do. Number one will always be Robert Downey Jr. That is my crackhead for fucking life, right there. Okay, Scott Whalen. Let he let me down because he died. But I love a good crackhead. I just do. Cause crackheads have so much personality and they be kung fu fighting this shit for no reason just out of the blue i like a crack it so i'm rooting for wendy i i hate how things went down with her show you know i don't like a person being cut off from the money that they've earned you know so she's got to work on getting all that stuff back too but on the flip side podcasting is stressful you know what i mean so you just gonna click on your keyboard in the middle of my show I'm typing. I'm taking fired. notes. Fired. You're fired. You can't hear it. I can hear it. I can't. Y'all, can y'all hear it? Can y'all hear it? Y'all can, can hear, hear it? My audience says they can hear it. <sighs> you don't have an audience right now. This is being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So everyone is just so overjoyed because Beyonce dropped a new single. Okay? Wow. Which, if you're a huge Beyonce fan, which I am not, I like her enough, but I'm not, oh, it's Beyonce. No, none, of, none of that. However, however, I do care because my, because my bitch, Big Frida, Ooh. is on her second Beyonce track. Now, look, here's the thing about when Beyonce has Big Frida on the track. She lets Big Frida open up the motherfucking track, okay? Now, you don't know that because you're white, do you? I haven't you listened to the song. You haven't listened but I'm to the very song. aware of Big Frida. I know you, but uh, so he's looking you at me like. I don't know. So if you don't know, we are huge fi fr friends. <laughs> we want to be friends. We want to so be bad. friends and fans. <laughs> yes, you're, you're right. We got friends. the fan part. We friends. Uh, a Big Frida. Ever since she had her show that was on Fuse Network, with God damn, why did it not come back? I mean, no. I've been waiting five years for a new season to come. Now would be great. It would be. So here's the thing: if you get some downtime and you want to binge watch something, 
Go and watch all the seasons of Big Frida, the Queen Diva. It is the best entertainment. It's ghetto. It's bougetto. It, it'll like, make you laugh. It'll make you cry. You will learn how to twerk. You will learn about New Orleans culture, bounce culture. But most importantly, you'll learn about an independent artist and the hustle that they do to be in the music industry. A very unique Yes. Artist. So, you know, I think uh, Big Frida was on, what song was it? Oh, I, don't know. I can't remember. Oh, we so white. And we're, and we're just talking about how big fans we are. I just can't remember because Big Frida also was on Drake's album around the same time, one of his singles around the same time. So, yeah, I'm a little bit foggy. Uh, anyway. Oh, it was uh, In My Feelings. Okay, In My Feelings. So now Big Frida opens up this new song. The new single is called Break My Soul. Beyonce hasn't put out any music in like five or six years. So this is like a big thing. But then she had to be real Beyonce and she had to release the picture for Renaissance because I guess the album is going to be called Renaissance. And she's on a clear horse like the Lady Godiva. A yeah, yeah, yeah. Clear? A clear horse. Not white. Clear? Clear. It is a clear. Yeah, it's Beyonce. Yes, it's clear. Oh, it's shit. a clear horse. She's on top of it. Her body's banging. She didn't got a little thick. And yeah, that's what you do when you're Beyonce. You... You got with some horse breeders and said, look, in five years, I want to drop an album and I want to call it Renaissance and I want to be on top of a clear horse. And them motherfucker horse breeders managed to breed her a breed of horses that are all clear. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is what you can do when you are Beyonce. Now, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Just hearing the single didn't get me crunk, but looking at people's reactions to dancing to it and listening to it, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good little summer hit. I like. Why are you making ugly faces over there? No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm Google image searching this. He stuff. don't like black women. That's why he making ugly faces because we're talking faces because <laughs> we're talking about black women. That is not true at all. All right. So before we go into bitch, please, I have to tell you. If you are a fan of the Real Housewives franchise and you watch Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip season one, you have got to watch season two because it is so much better than season one. And season one has some of my favorite all-time housewives on it, but this has got to be the most eccentric, funniest shit that I've ever heard. So I'm going to keep just, just a brief, brief, brief breakdown. We've got Drenda from New York. We've got Jill from New York. We've got Tamara, the OG Vicky from the OC. Then we've got, I can't remember if Brandy Glan Glanville was on Beverly Hills. I think it was Beverly Hills. I think so. Yeah, she was on Beverly Hills, and so was Taylor from Beverly Hills. And then you've got Phaedra, and you've got Eva Marcel, which these people could not be from more different walks of life, okay? They're all staying at Dorinda's Blue Manor estate, which is gorgeous. I would give my right toe, one of my right toes, <laughs> to go and stay in this eccentrically beautiful mansion that she has. But here's the kicker though, all these women are staying in Dorinda's home. So they didn't almost all got, almost got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> she has plaques saying, you can't eat upstairs, you can't wear shoes upstairs. And these bitches who 
probably looked at the plaque and threw it off to the side. They eating in the woman's rooms, drinking in the woman's room, clunking up and down the stairs with Louis Vuittons on, just breaking all the goddamn rules. But Dorinda's no punk because Mar- Dorinda goes off on a motherfucker real quick. But there's something I don't really like about Dorinda, and it has nothing to do with her being an asshole, but she likes to finger people's foods. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. No, no. No. I would need a writer in my contract saying this bitch don't touch my food. No, she touched a lot of food. No, no. Yeah, I mean, in an effort to serve it to her guests. No, no. I'm like, that's okay. I tell you what. Are you the chef? If I can't crack this lobster. I'm okay because this salad is real good. I do not need you breaking, fingering it. And she even fed some of it to Phaedra. I just, I don't know. I don't want anyone to feed me food from their hand. No. I don't want anyone to feed me food, period. I just cannot imagine being a ghost and I'm finger fucking all the food before I give it to you. I I just, I I don't know. It doesn't make sense. But it is for sure a good watch. You're going to laugh on every single episode. So make sure to check it out. You can watch it now on Peacock. And I'm sure once the season is officially over, you'll be able to watch it on Bravo. We will be back with the Bitch Please of the Week from the Libra Lounge. The Libra Lounge with Keisha. The Libra Lounge with Keisha. Bitch Please. You'll be rolling down the street. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the podcast. It is time to award the bitch please of the week. Okay, so I purposely did not get into the whole Roe versus Wade controversy at all. I think if you follow me on social media, you know exactly how I feel about it. I, I, don't, I didn't feel a need to podcast about it. I really didn't, okay? But I will most definitely not have a problem with giving the bitch please of the week to fucking Clarence Uncle Tom ass Thomas. I cannot stand anything about, what was that lady? Anita Hill tried to warn us. Remember when we were, we were kids in the nineties when all that shit came out. Yeah. During his confirmation. Yeah. She let us know that was a low down, dirty ball, most ball headed dog right there. But this, you know, it is enough that our country is having to deal with the aftermath of Roe versus Wade being overturned. But the, the next day, this Negro actually says, I think we need to go back and reconsider the legalization of gay marriages and birth control. What? Birth control? Legalization of gay marriages? Well, he was mentioning everything where the court had used. Except for interracial marriages. Yeah, he didn't mention, you know, loving uh, loving versus Virginia. No, because he want to keep that white woman. Yeah, but he, I mean, his 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 statements was around every place where they used the Supreme Court to make a decision that created a right that wasn't explicit. Mm-hmm. He's saying, "Well, we should just look at all those too." Which, I mean, you could, but you're also fucking over huge swaths of the American public uh, just yeah. out of hand. Yeah. 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 So uh, who's the new lady that just got uh, sworn in? Uh, Katania Brown-Jackson. Ooh, I know she going to side out that motherfucker every time they up there. She just going to be staring daggers into his eyes. Oh, yeah. You know, he needs to be gone, and so do all the other ones who are over 60. 
<laughs> I, I, I did, you know, they it's, have a yeah. lifetime. It's a lifetime. They can choose time, yeah. to retire. Sure. But people like the evil people, that they're not going to retire. Evil people live forever. <laughs> it's, the, it's a weird thing to think that you can assign someone their entire life. And yeah. That's a, I mean... That's an interesting Handmaid's Tale. If you've yeah. not watched The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu, this is the perfect, especially if you are a woman, this is the perfect time for you to be. So after you finish watching Big Frida, because that's going to be good entertainment. No, 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 no. Let's do it in reverse. First, watch The Handmaid's Tale, because you're going to need some uplifting after you finish it, okay? Plus, the new season, is the, the new and final season is getting ready to premiere as well. So watch that, then go and watch Big Frida. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to feel good. So thanks again for tuning in. Uh, also, if you're listening to the show, check me out on the Pink Shade podcast. Aaron Martin and I are breaking down the latest, latest episode of 90 Day Fiance. And as always, it is gold when Aaron and I get together. So make sure to check me out on there and we will talk to you soon. It's the Needle Lounge. The Needle Lounge. Ooh.